0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Balanced and Empowered Fitness Podcast. This is Courtney Jones here and we have Hannah Pauly. Um so just start this little episode off here um talking about just like where we've been the last week, how things have been going. Um so Hannah, how has your week been? Anything new, exciting? <laughs>
1: Yes, hello guys. Thank you for hopping on. Um, So, yeah, no, this week has been great. Uh, Just, you know, busy with work and clients as always, which I love um, and very thankful for. The weather here in Ohio has been amazing. It's been (laughs) chilly and like spooky season weather. So, I'm here for it. (laughs) Um, And really, nothing, not much change of house hunting. I honestly haven't even looked at another house in person since. I put an offer on the one that I didn't end up getting. So, so yeah, just been um, busy with work and a lot of family stuff this month. Like we have so many birthdays in October, (laughs) um, which I love. So seeing a lot of family, like more than usual this month has been great and keeping me very busy in the best way possible. But other than that, nothing much really. How about you? How's your week been? How's how's the pregnant life going? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean,
0: everything's been going good. I I feel like just like you said, it's been like busy. There's just like a lot of things going on. And we're getting into like the holiday season now. It's like getting colder out, which I absolutely do not like. (laughs) Yesterday, I walked outside and it was like 40 degrees. I walked outside and I like walked Ollie for like five minutes. I'm like, all right, no, I'm going back inside. Like I can't do this. Um, I hate being cold so much. And like, I'm already cold in my house. Like I literally nonstop live in like sweatpants and hoodie and like fuzzy socks, like all winter long. Um, and I'm like waiting for that like part where people like, Oh, you're going to get so hot during this pregnancy. I'm like, I'm waiting for it because I'm always cold. Um, but I haven't, I haven't hit that part yet. So, um, but other than that, it's been good. There's a lot of like, uh, just things that we've been doing in the evenings in terms of like classes we've been going to. So we started going to, um, like a birthing class, which is like two hours long, um, on Wednesdays. And then we started doing a financial, um, like peace class every Thursday, which is two hours long. Um, so it's just like, there's always been something going on like every evening. <laughs> but other than that, it's been good. I mean, just working, got some new ladies in, you know, this lot, like this month. So, um, that's always fun getting some like new good, like clients in that are like ready to just like rock and, and do the thing. Um, which makes me very like excited and pumped for them. But, um, yeah, I mean everything's going good though. This past week has been good. Um we're 25 weeks today. So that's exciting. Um things just go by so quickly. And um yeah, we only have like 15 weeks left to go in this pregnancy. <laughs> Girl,
1: that is great. Like that has like flown by. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not for us. <laughs> I don't know about for you, but
0: <laughs> No, it's like it's like in between. Like it goes by fast, but then it's also like kind of slow. I'm like, am I there yet? But then I just know, like, it's just, it's just going to go by so quickly. Like, you know, getting into the, I'm thinking like, oh my God, we only have like five, six weeks in time, like in single digit weeks. And I'm like, that's so, that's like a month, a little over a month, which goes by so quickly. So yeah, I'm excited. We did finish up the baby room too. Um, We just have to like move in like furniture and move in all the things. But other than that, the room is like, Done, painted, new outlets installed,
1: all the things. So, oh my gosh, that's exciting! That's probably nicest to get that all done, and now it's just ready for move in whenever baby gets here.
0: <laughs> yeah, excited! Our our next project is getting our basement ready for. um like workouts because I'm like, obviously we're not going to be able to go to the gym like we do now. And I'm like, I want to be able to have the resources available to me when I am like ready and able to work out that I can just like go do a quick workout or just move my body or something like that and have a space to do it. in so that'll be really nice to have like that at home um, and not having to go to like a gym or anything you know, to be able to do that and having, and having baby with me, like having him downstairs and, and being able to have a space for him too. So that'll be exciting. A a new adventure.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. You'll have like everything like at home, like you can work from home. You have your gym at home. Like that's perfect.
0: (laughs) It's like great, but also too, I'm probably going to be like, get me out of this
1: house. Yeah. yeah. I need to go take a walk and just breathe. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's exciting, all exciting things. Um, And yeah, and and of course, just talking about working out. um, That's kind of what our topic is today, guys, is explaining, like, this is a common question that we've gotten from our clients. And um, we kind of did a call on this with our clients. And they they said it was super helpful. So we want to share this insight with you guys, um, just in terms of like, you know, how to get stronger in workouts, like really how to successfully utilize progressive overload when to increase weight on exercises versus maybe when to increase reps so kind of going into the specifics there because it can make a huge difference like making sure that we're getting stronger in our workouts is it's extremely important like if you are staying stagnant on workouts and when I say that I mean if you're not like increasing intensity by increasing weights or increasing reps or really pushing to get stronger and utilize progressive overload, which we'll we'll cover that in in this episode today, you know, it's hard to progress from there. Like we have to, as we get stronger, we're going to build muscle. And that's what gives us that toned look that we all strive for. So it's extremely important. um, And it's something that I feel that isn't talked about enough. Like it's so like, I know when I first started working out, like I, I, totally went through the motions on workouts not that i was like trying to go through the motions or like half-assed at all i just like didn't really know like i would just kind of do the same way like all right i did my bicep curls like i'm gonna stay on the same weight for four different sets and it's like i hate that because like god that like set me back so much probably at the beginning so that's why we're like talking about this today for you guys because it can make the biggest difference in your workouts and really really pushing to get stronger and progress from there um So we hope this is helpful. And like I said, we're going to kind of dive in on like just what progressive overload is and just like the difference of when to increase weight versus increase reps to making sure that we're increasing intensity in our workouts over time and getting stronger.
0: Yeah, I feel like the like the most common question is like, when do I know? like when I should be using more weight or like, when do I know what weight or how how much weight I should be utilizing? Um, and so, you know, progressive overload, what we talk about in in terms of what that means is basically getting stronger, like pushing yourself to a new level in your training that you maybe haven't like reached for before. Um, and it's kind of like a scary place to go to, because you feel a little intimidated by heavier weight. You feel like you know, if you're in the gym, you might like fail, or you might be um, like a little embarrassed because you can't like get the weight up or like whatever it may be. We have all these like what ifs in our head, but ultimately it comes down to just pushing yourself to a point where You are able to get stronger. So progressive overload training, you know, involve involves gradually increasing the intensity or difficulty of your workouts over time. Um, and this typically looks like, you know, increasing your weight or increasing your reps, or even just like reducing rest periods or even implementing things like, um, like slowing down your movements and performing them with proper form, um, in your workouts to just ensure that like we continue to challenge ourselves more and more, um, over time to keep getting stronger because getting stronger means we're, we're building muscle, um, because the stronger that we get, the more capacity that our, our body is able to push itself, um, which means that we're applying new stimulus, which allows us to actually grow muscle. Um, so just kind of, again, touching on the progressive overload side of things, it, it kind of just covers the basis of like, we, we just want to be getting stronger. We don't want to just stay where we're at. Like, we just don't want to be like bored in our workouts, which is all also why, um, you know, if I hear someone say, well, I'm kind of bored, you know, with my workouts or like, I don't really feel like they're doing much for me. It's normally because we're not in the mindset of continuing to increase. Like we maybe are just in the habit of going to the gym, picking up the same weight, doing the same reps, doing the same thing over and over. And just like, well, we went like, that was great. Like, all right, I'm going to go home. Um, but we don't really like think about how we can continue to push ourselves in our workouts and increasing our weights and things like that to
1: make them more
0: challenging and more difficult for ourselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this is just so such a common thing that I see. And like I said, I I'm experienced this in the beginning of my fitness journey. And it's like, sometimes it's one of those things like we don't know what we don't know, you know what I mean? So if you're new to strength training, like you might not, you just might not know like, oh, I should be increasing weight, like I should be pushing myself more. So That's why we're always trying to get this message out there. Um, and, And like, like Courtney said, a common question that like we get is how often should you increase weight on your workouts? Like there's no set timeline for like strength progression. So like, You shouldn't say like, you shouldn't have this mindset of like, oh, I should be hitting this weight by this time, because it's literally going to look so different for each person, depending on so many factors, such as like experience in the gym, your age, lifestyle factors, how much you're sleeping, how hydrated you are, like how much sleep you got. Like there's literally so many factors that like that will take a toll on strength and how quickly you progress there. Um, Now, like, you know, for like our girls and just like, you know, for just anyone in general, like. You, like you shouldn't expect you just to just be hitting new personal records every single week. Like that would like, that's amazing, right? To have, if, if you are getting stronger every week, but that's not going to be forever, you know, and we don't expect our clients, nor should you expect yourself to be hitting these new PRs, personal records. When I, when I say PR, I mean personal records. So like the highest like weight you've ever used for a rep range. Um, we don't expect that and to be like, a thing each week. (laughs) Um, But what you should expect of yourself is to challenge yourself and push yourself each week. Um, And that's, like, to know, like, when to increase weight, like, this gets so much easier to judge as you get more experience. Like, like when you're first like new to the gym, like it takes a little bit of time you have to get used to like the machines and the, like adjusting them and like, you know, get comfortable with like what weight you're using and say, okay, I think I can push myself on this next set with also keeping form in mind. So this is why having a coach is also extremely beneficial if you're new to strength training, because your coach can help you with all of these things, can help you with showing you how to increase intensity and making sure that your form is on point. But now if you're someone who's a strength training, like, I just want to give you a few signs that where it's like, okay, this is, these are signs that you need to increase weight on an exercise. So some signs here, like you're hitting your rep target way too easily. So if you have like three sets of 15 reps on shoulder press and you're getting those 15 reps, like so easily where you're like, it's not even burning. And you're just like, wow, I can do this all day that is definitely a sign you need to increase weight on, on the, the next set on that exercise. Um, also, if you're keeping good form throughout the entire movement, which form should always be a top priority. I know we always talk about this, but like we should never increase weight if form isn't 110% because if your form's off, you're not gonna get as much out of the movement and you're also increasing chance of injury. So we always wanna make sure that like, as long as your form is good and you're getting those reps like way too easily, yes, increase weight on that exercise. Um, If you always have reps left in the tank, even after you reach your rep target. So similar to kind of what I just said, if you have three sets of 15 reps and you get that first set and you're like, oh my gosh, I could have done 10 more reps of this. Like, okay, time to increase weight. (laughs) Um, If it doesn't feel challenging. So, like i said if you're just kind of going through the motions kind of like i did when i first started um this is a sign that you need to increase weight because again if we're just going through the motions like we're not going to be able to progress from there and if we're not challenging ourselves we're not going to get stronger which is which again if we're not getting stronger we're not going to build muscle which helps change our body composition and get that toned look we're all striving for um also a huge one that i've seen so often is like if you don't feel the need to use a recommended rest break time so With our clients, we set like recommended rest, like we set rest breaks on how long they should take between each uh, set. So I know that not everyone has that, but typically I'd say like a minute is like a good, like general rule of thumb. Sometimes it's a little bit more depending on the person and their goals, what exercise sometimes a little bit less. Um, But if you feel like you just can just go, go, go without taking a break in between your sets, like you're not, you're not pushing yourself enough. And like, you're not, going hard enough and increasing weight enough on those exercises like you should have to like need that rest break like Courtney, and i always say this like i'm like whenever i have a rest break like i need it like i'm sitting there like like huffing and puffing like i need this rest break there's no way i could i could possibly go right into the next thing so these are just like a few signs that you like that would if you're experiencing these things it's like okay these are signs that we need to increase weight to make sure that we're challenging ourselves like on specific exercises
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, I like to say like, when you first get started lifting, you kind of go through this like period of just like figuring it out. Like there's no really rhyme reason or structure to your workouts yet, because you're still trying to figure out, you know, the machines you're still trying to figure out where you're supposed to feel the exercise at. you're supposed to, you're still trying to figure out your form. You're still trying to figure out like what weight, you know, like, should you be using? And it's kind of just like, there's no set rhyme or reason for anybody. Like everybody's so different when it comes to strength training and like our capacity for the weight that we're able to utilize and things like that. Um, But it's important that like you go through this period of like, curiosity of like, okay, I want to try to like get better. I want to try to figure this out. Um, Because once you get to that point, like at first you're maybe like increasing your weight, like every single week, right. Um, by like five, 10 ish pounds. But then eventually you get to a point where you're like, Okay, I've been doing these exercises for a little bit now, like I'm starting to get the hang of it, like I'm starting to get the the weight that I need to be using every week. Um which if you're you're not tracking your weight that you use weekly, like that would be a great place to start because that way you can kind of see like oh, last week I did this. And this week I can try to do this and see how it goes in terms of like the weight and the reps that I am doing, um, and try to kind of increase or do what you need to do to continue to push yourself to get stronger. Um, and I always like to say like going through a period of just doing an exercise at a certain weight and seeing how many reps you can get. And if those reps are way higher than what your given rep range is, then you typically should be doing more weight. And then that's a good kind of way to figure out like, oh, like I'm if I'm doing 20 reps and my rep range is like 12 to 15 reps, um, you know, I should probably be doing more weight because I can do more weight, like I could do more weight for less reps, if that makes sense. But the goal is always to continue to get stronger and to apply that progressive overload, but it's not always easy to figure out at first. So that's why we're kind of touching on this topic, because it can be a little bit um, of that gray area of knowing like what I should be doing or how I should be doing it. Um, But the goal again is just continuing to get strong, no matter what that looks like for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Courtney kind of touched on this earlier is like, you know, this is why it's important. And this is something that's such a like, light bulb moment for like so many of our clients. Cause like, and I remember I was always told too like, you know, you should switch up workouts all the time. Your muscles need a shock, which is like, it's like, we should, we should shock our muscles by increasing weight or increasing reps, not by changing up exercises too frequently. Um, you know, it's not about shocking your muscles it's about over the overloading the muscle. Like we're talking about progressive overload with, you know, increasing intensity of workouts over time. Uh, so this is why like, it's important to keep like, if you have like a solid workout split, like keeping that for like, like, I mean, at least, at least eight weeks. I mean, you could really keep a workout split for months and months and months. It's just like kind of, again, increasing weight or increasing reps or intensity. Like, for example, I've been following the same workout split for like 15 weeks, 14 weeks now. And it is not any easier than the first day that I started it. If anything, it's harder because I'm able to push myself a lot more I've gotten really used to the movements I know like where to start with my rep ranges and I'm able to like I've increased weight on them over time so um all our clients are like oh my gosh like it's it makes such a difference when you track your workouts and when you keep the same split because you can actually work on getting stronger and like accurately like track your strength progression. So, um, super important like thing there that I want to touch on really quick too. It's important to keep that same split to make sure that we give it time to really master and get stronger at the movements versus changing things up too frequently.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point because I feel like that's the thing that most people do is like always wanting to change their exercises or change their workouts. And honestly, that's something that we don't even need to do. And if someone's like just getting into a workout plan, it can be a little bit boring for them, but explaining, um, and understanding like what the process is and like how we actually build muscle is going to help us be more understanding. And also to like, it could be a little bit boring, but also too, it depends on how you look at it. Like if your goal is to get stronger and to like continue to push yourself in those exercises and to get better and to execute them better and get better at your form, all those things. Like it's kind of always, you're always challenging yourself in some way, which makes it not boring. And so if, if we go into our workouts, looking at them that way, it makes such a difference in our mentality that we have of like, okay, I'm going into this workout. Like I want to do better than I did my last workout or I want to try to do a little bit more weight or I want to work on my form a little bit better um, during this exercise or whatever it may be. Like that's kind of always the part that's a little bit like exciting and fun about the workouts is like you can continue to challenge yourself. So there's no need to continue to change your exercises or to change your workouts up continually. Like that's the worst way that you can progress and get stronger and build muscle if you're always changing your workout and you're always doing different exercises all the time and you're never even like you're never progressing in those exercises to continue to build muscle with what those exercises are hitting in terms of the muscles that you're hitting in those exercises
1: yeah absolutely it's such an important point and and like even just not only from like clients over the years but just like even myself this is something that i have experience truly. Cause like, like I said, when I first started my fitness journey, I would just, I had no plan. I would, I, my mindset was like, I just go in the gym and train until I couldn't move, which is like, you want to train smarter, not harder. Obviously you want to train hard, but like you want to have a plan. Like if you don't have a plan and you don't have like a set thing that you follow each week, like, yeah, you can, Progress, like I progressed but like I would have progressed so much further if I would have like again did what we're saying now so this is extremely extremely important um and then just like a side note it's crazy because I'm so used to following a plan the other day I went to do legs I do legs three days a week so sometimes my legs aren't fully recovered and my knee was acting kind of weird so I kind of had to go off my typical split that I was doing like that day I felt so out of place. Like, I'm like, this is so weird. I hate not having a plan. I had to like stop my workout and write like a little plan in my in my notes that was like less like impact on my knee to just get a good, like solid lower body day. in. And like, I felt so weird. I'm like, this is how important it is to like have a plan in place. And it's something that you get so used to that without it, you're like, oh my God, I feel like, I'm just so out of place right now. <laughs> it's, the structure is everything in your workouts. So I can't stress that enough. <laughs> That's a
0: good point to bring up though, because sometimes like, especially now, like with me being in my pregnancy, like we go through different kind of stages of like strength training. So like my goals, like our goals kind of change, right? Like my goal isn't to build muscle right now. It's to move my body and it's to, um, you know, still resistance train and to still be strong but I'm not trying to hit PRs or get super strong. Like I'm mostly just listening to my body now. And sometimes there's going to be cases like Hannah said, where your knee is feeling weird and like doing an exercise is doing a certain exercise that you normally would do would feel a little bit off. Um, and so maybe changing some things here and there, like that's going to happen, but overall the consistency of your training program that you're doing and the goal that you have in mind is still to get better and to get stronger and to execute these things better no matter what that stage is but it may look a little bit different at times um so also being in that mentality of like it is what it is today like i'm gonna you know just do the best that i can because overall moving your body being there like that's great as well right like we don't want to discourage that of like if you're not hitting PRs and going, you know, uh, h- hitting progressive overload every single training session, then, you know, it, it's, it's not worth it or you shouldn't be there or whatever, because being there and showing up, um, and just getting the movements in and, and, and strength training in general, like it's all fantastic, but it, it specifically we're talking about like building muscle and like getting stronger and wanting to have like that more overall toned, like physique, that comes from building muscle, which comes from progressive overload in the exercises that we stay consistent with over time.
1: Yeah, that's such a good point too, because not every week, especially as you get like further in your fitness journey, like I promise you, you will, you'll get to a point where you're not progressing every single week. Like I'm, I mean, I'm at that place now, like I've been training for 10 years, you know, it takes time to get stronger at movements. Um, but the, like progressive overload is a great way to make sure that you're challenging yourself. You know what I mean? Like all of our clients, like we build their workouts, they're going to the gym, like on their own. So it's a great way for us to see that they're challenging yourself and a great mindset for you guys to have where it's like, okay, how can I make this next step more challenging? Can I increase weight? Can I increase reps? Can I try to, you know, whatever it may be. So. this is a really good way to make sure that you're challenging yourself and just like a a prime this is just a really easy simple example of like when you should increase weight so let's say i always use shoulder press an example for some reason but let's say you have three sets of shoulder press your your rep target is 15 reps each set so for the first rep you complete it with five pound dumbbells you get 15 reps very easily your form was great you, you could have gotten way more reps like that felt easy so instead of just staying with that same weight of five pound dumbbells for the next set, you want to increase weight. This is your sign to increase, right? You had way more reps left in the tank. Your form was great. Um, So you always want to jump in like small increments. Courtney mentioned this earlier. You don't want to make huge jumps, especially with movements like shoulder press and things like that. So um, since we use a five pound dumbbells for this next set, let's you, let's try eight pound dumbbells or even 10 pound dumbbells, depending on how you're feeling. Like I said, increase in small increments. So let's say on the second set, you do you use a 10 pound dumbbells. You get 15 reps again, fairly easily. You're like, wow, that was a little more challenging, but like, I still could have gotten a few more left reps left in the tank form was really good. So instead of staying there again, you know, because again, we can still challenge ourselves let's increase again. Let that for that third and final set, let's go up to the 12 pound dumbbells. Now I'm not saying every set is going to be so smooth and gradual like this, but that's just like your sign. This is a really specific example of like when to increase weight because every like, it's like a checklist, right? Like, okay, my form was good. I had way more reps left in the tank. Like, you know, I, it was challenging, but like, it could have been more challenging. So I'm going to go up. So like I said, it's not always going to be like this, but having that mindset and that go-getter mindset of like, how can I increase? How can I make this more challenging? With of course, as always, keeping form is a main priority. <laughs> um, and that's it's just, like I said, it's a great way to make sure that you're challenging yourself there.
0: Yeah, and I would even say, like with those um like weight increases, sometimes you could even just use those as like kind of warm-up sets going into um like your actual working set. So your working set would have been the three sets for. 12 or 15, like we just said. Um, and that's your actual working set. So then by the time, you know, you do maybe like two to three sets of like figuring out where your weight is at. And then you could actually perform your three sets times the 12 to 15 reps to with that 12 pound, um, you know, the 12 pound dumbbells that you had kind of like figured out, like that was a good weight for you. Um, so that's, a that's like the way that I would go about those, like, types of exercises too is like not necessarily counting like the really easy easy reps like just kind of use those as like your warm-ups um and then actually go into your working sets with like that heavier weight that you found was like a little bit more challenging um and then you know going into your next uh going into your next like workout of those shorter presses you kind of know like hey like last week i used 12 pound dumbbells for these maybe i'll warm up with like 10 pounds or you know eight pounds And then I'll go into my working sets. Right. So it's just very dependent, but also like using kind of which I think we've talked about this before, maybe in a different episode about like warm up sets versus like working sets Um, and talking more like about like training terms there. But um, definitely utilizing utilizing those like working sets more as well.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really good point too. And that's that's another reason why tracking your workouts is so important because you can easily look on what you did last week, you're like, oh my gosh, I got those 12s, you know, from my, my first working set. Then then you could just like, you know, do a little bit of warm-up, but make those 12s your first working set, like Courtney said. So that's just another reason why, again, keeping the same workout split and also tracking your workouts it's so so beneficial for that reason it's going to save you so much time first off (laughs) and it's going to help you get to where you want to be i don't want to say quicker but you know what i mean it helps you get to like the weight that you need to be using quicker versus doing a million warm-up sets every single week um so yeah super super important i'm glad you mentioned that too Um, Another, like I said, another way to to get stronger is increasing reps. So we're not always going to be able to increase weight, right? Especially as we get stronger and as we kind of I don't want to say plateau, but you will get to a point where you kind of catch yourself stuck on certain weights on specific exercises for a little while. So sometimes we're not able to increase weight to get stronger, but we can also increase increase reps with that weight that like we're currently stuck on. So, um, so some signs you might need to increase reps instead of weight on exercises are like body weight and banded exercises where of course there isn't any weight to increase, but you can always challenge yourself by increasing reps here. So let's say you're doing like banded, Uh, hip abductions and you have like three sets of 15 and it's gotten to the point where those 15 reps are just like so easy so obviously we can't increase weight on bands obviously there are like higher like more uh like heavier bands I could say but let's say you max out there you could always increase it like okay I'm going to start doing 20 reps on each side because the 15s is getting easy because you've gotten stronger um Another way to really utilize increasing weight or increasing reps for progressive overload is for those of you who work out at home, this is something common that I see all the time because sometimes when you work out from home, like you don't have access to heavier weights, you know, unless of course you order them, which we always try to get our clients to do so if needed, but increasing reps on the weights that like they do have, and they have kind of maxed out on can also help them still get stronger and increase the intensity of their workouts. Um, Another sign that you might need to increase reps versus weight is if you try to increase weight on an exercise, but your form was bad. So obviously, if your form is crippled in any way, you don't want to keep do, trying that weight. You want to go back down at the weight where you had solid form and just try to get more reps in the last set. So that, that way, again, you're getting stronger. We're keeping good form and we're increasing the intensity from increasing reps. Um And another sign you need to increase reps versus weight are you try to increase the weight on an exercise and you don't get nearly close to the target rep range at all. So, for example, if you have a set of 15 and you only get five with the weight, like you don't want to stay at that weight for the next set because you only got five reps. Although it's great to try heavier (laughs) movements, but you want to go back down the weight you did prior um, to make sure we're getting close to that rep target. So these are just like kind of some. Some tips to kind of help say like okay maybe i should increase reps this next set versus weight so another a little example here is let's say you have three sets of shoulder prep shoulder press <laughs> rep target of 15 reps each set um you do the first set with five pound dumbbells you get 15 reps again very easily form was great now and this happens sometimes so now let's say you try to increase weight and you go up to tens and you get six reps so your form wasn't the greatest on the last rep you didn't really get super close to the rep target so for that next set, like you wouldn't stay there. You would not go, stay with the tens. You would want to, like, I would recommend you go back down to the fives and you really, really, or like even go down to eights, five or eights and really try to push reps. So maybe, okay, I'll go back down to the fives. I'll try to get 20 reps instead of 15. Cause the 15 was pretty easy the first time. So, um, so because you don't want to stay there because you weren't really close to the rep target. But again, like I said, love that you're trying to get heavier weight there. That's, that's how you get stronger, right? Right. As you try. Um, but just for your next set to go back down to the fives and get 20 reps instead of 15 reps. So that way you're kind of maxing on like your maximum rep target there. Um, So you're pushing yourself to get stronger and increasing intensity with reps instead of weight. That way you're keeping your form and and getting closer to your rep target. So I hope that makes sense. It's kind of like a very specific example where you'd want to increase reps instead of weight to get to increase the intensity here.
0: Yeah. And this kind of like varies too, because like if, if you think about it, like, obviously you can, like anybody can lift heavier when they have a shortened amount of reps to reach. Um, but someone that is doing like 12 to 15 reps or 15 to 20 reps, like we're going to be able to utilize less weight. Right. So it just depends on obviously where you're at in your training. If you have a coach, if you don't have a coach, like what your goals are in terms of like strength or hydrotrophy or hydro. I can't say the word. Um, hypertrophy. Uh, <laughs> tro- yeah, I can't say it. Um, but building muscle basically and applying that stimulus, like it depends on where you're at, what your goals are. Um, that's why if you're kind of new to training, like having a coach specifically for the training side of things, obviously nutrition, because that's where most people struggle, but like training is just so important. And like, when I got a coach for my training, I'm like, it just made such a huge difference in terms of like the progression that I was able to make because I had a structure, I had a plan, I had a goal. And so like, when you have that, it just makes things click so much easier and better. And when like you have that understanding of like, building muscle and just continuing to get stronger and, and following kind of like your, your plan and your program, it's, it's easier to track in that sense. And it just, you're not kind of just going in with like doing whatever, and just kind of, you know, moving your body, lifting some weights, like you actually have a plan going in and it makes such a difference in terms of the progression and the muscle that you're able to build in your training program and just having someone that's like educated in this side of things as well is so, so helpful. It can make such a big difference, like just in your training overall. And, um, I know like specifically for, for us and our clients, like we actually review videos for them as well. Like if there's exercises that they're not sure if like their intensity is good enough or like if their form is good enough or they're struggling with maybe like what weight they should be utilizing, like they can send us videos and, and we're able to kind of look and assess and see like what feedback we could give them in terms of like, if the weight looked really easy, their form looked really good. Like sometimes again, it's, it's hard to depict for ourself because our mentality is like, Scared to kind of go to that next level to push us out of our comfort zone, right? And so, being able to, um, like have someone in that sense is always nice to be like, okay, like those looked really good, those looked easy, like let's go up and wait. Um, and kind of pushing your you out of that comfort zone versus like you like having to try to push yourself out of that, if that makes sense.
1: Absolutely, it makes the biggest difference. Like, I did things on my own the beginning of my fitness journey, which I'm thankful I did. And, and Courtney, I'm sure the same way because, like, that's what led, like it helped me develop to be like a coach, the coach that I am today. But um, for anyone, like, it's just so nice to just know that you're doing it right from the beginning. (laughs) It's going to save you so much time and so much headache to have everything laid out for you and for you to learn and understand the process and just get started, like from the get-go on the right foot. (laughs) It just, it makes the biggest difference. Like whenever I think back, like I think back always of like when I first started my fitness journey and all the mistakes I made, I'm like, that's why like we put these things into place to help you guys not make the same mistakes that we did. (laughs) Um, so extremely important there, but, um, and then also like just touching on the last way, there's different ways again to increase intensity in workouts, but another common one that we, I mean, typically like I would, Courtney and I both agree that this isn't one that we would like say go to first, but reducing rest break periods is another way to increase intensity of workouts. And also I want to touch on, I feel that, a lot of people have the mindset of like strength training is that we need to go, go, go and keep our heart rate up. And this is a common thing that I see, but it's like the reality of strength training is like we're not trying to jump around and burn as many calories as possible and keep our heart rate up. Like our main goal of strength training is getting stronger, right? Like we're trying to get stronger in the gym. Um So this is the one that we use super commonly, but it it can be super beneficial for like specific, like more isolated exercises. So obviously if you're doing like big squats, big leg press, big deadlifts, deadlifts, like typically you're not reducing rest break periods. I mean, yeah, there's sometimes like I'll add in like, you know, some shorter rest break periods on leg press to make it a little bit more challenging, whatever it may be. But it's, I feel like can be beneficial for like lighter movement. So things such as like bicep curls or like tricep, like um, extensions with like the rope. Um, Because as you guys know, if you guys do these, it's like, you can't really do a whole lot of weight on these. And these like are, you know, typically smaller muscles, they fatigue quicker. So like, for example, an example here could be, if you have three sets of 15 reps on bicep curls, instead of taking a 60 second rest break, do a 45 second rest break. Cause like for me, like this is really beneficial because with bicep curls and tricep extensions, like I don't have to use a lot of weight and I really can't use a lot of weight to actually feel the movement and control it. So instead of increasing weight that might sacrifice my form and take tension off the muscle, or like I'm just not able to increase reps either without sacrificing my form, I'll just shorten the rest break to make it a little bit more challenging. So I've personally only done this for myself on like, like bicep curls and like tricep uh, extensions. And it, it does make it a little bit more challenging, but for our clients, and like if you guys work with coaches or whatever it may be, like you like we set and manipulate rest break periods, like for our clients. So like we, like you'd never want to cut a rest break short, sh- like shorter. Like if anything, you really want to push to get stronger and really utilize that rest break. But sometimes reducing rest breaks can be beneficial for these very like specific things. But this isn't one that, again, that I would like recommend doing a lot, like at all. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, taking rest periods, obviously you don't want to take like too long of rest periods and you don't want to take too short of rest periods. So it's kind of like that middle ground of like, you know, typically, like we said earlier, like that 60, 60 seconds, like taking that minute is like a good time period, depending on like what you're doing. Um, things that are like more like heavier compound lifts. Like if you're doing barbell back squats or like deadlifts, things like that. Um, you know, you can typically take like a longer rest period, But, um, also to like, if you're like, okay, like I'm ready to go to the next exercise, like just keep going, keep going, keep going. going. Um, it's probably because you're not really actually pushing yourself in those exercises, because if you are, you're typically like, okay, like I'm ready to take this like 30, 60 second or 45 second rest period. Um, and then being able to like the, the point of the shortened rest period or longer rest period is obviously the amount of time that your muscle is under the amount of tension, um, from the exercises that you're performing. So obviously if you shorten it, it's going to be a little bit more challenging if you lengthen it, it's going to, going to give you a little bit more time for your muscle to kind of rest and then go into the next exercise or go into the next set or exercise. Um, but being able to have that like time is important because again, like we want to try to get stronger normally in order to get stronger, taking like adequate amount of rest breaks is really important. So a a good example that I'm thinking of right now is like for powerlifting, right? So like if your goal is to like lift as much weight as possible, typically powerlifters are taking longer rest periods. Like I remember when I was doing my meet, like my training sessions were like two and a half hours long, Like they were so long. Um, but it's because I was taking like five minute rest breaks between my really heavy lifts. Um, and that's how I would utilize that at that time, because my goal was to be as strong as possible. So if I took longer rest rest periods. Um, or, or a certain amount of rest period during those training sessions, I would be able to push more weight with those or lift more weights with those exercises. Um, but the same thing kind of applies when you're doing it on the opposite end of the spectrum of like, you want to be able to apply more stimulus, but maybe you can't go up in weight. Um, so maybe decreasing the amount of like rest time that you utilize. So it's just really dependent, but typically that like 60 second or like that minute Mark, um, is like a good kind of period to go with. Um, and if you find that you're like ready to go before those 60 seconds, then normally, you know, (laughs) you're probably not using enough weight or pushing yourself in those exercises.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like you just want to first think, how can I, you know, can I increase weight here or can I increase reps? So that's like always a great way. And just having that mindset, again, it takes some time. And we're not saying if you're new to strength training, this mindset's not going to be like, of a second but like as you get used to training and kind of see what your body can do and as you try this heavier weight it just gets easier with experience um because again getting the most out of your workouts is so important right it's like yeah we're gonna have those days where we're not feeling it we're, we're feeling more weak than usual but we get it done anyway but we for the most part when you're getting there and you're showing up like you want to just give it your best right like you're already taking the time to do it we might as well push through it so and just like i said it increasing intensity and in workouts over time, utilize progressive overload, it's life-changing for your workouts. And it's it's truly how you get stronger and build muscle and progress strength-wise. And also progress, like we said, building muscle mass and changing your body composition, getting that toned look we all strive for. Um, So these are just really like, I know this is a lot of information, but it's extremely important tips here. Um, And as always, like if you guys have any questions, please reach out. This is something we're working with our clients on daily, helping them through their workouts. So we're happy to help you guys. And I'm always here for questions, but
0: Yeah. And this is like a mindset journey as well. Like you just don't get it, you know, overnight, like it takes practice and time to like understand it and like for your body to understand how this all works when it comes to training. Um, but it's also like a mindset thing and mentality thing in your training as well, because our body is made to kind of keep us safe. Right. So like when we are thinking of like lifting heavier weight or like, you know, doing something that's uncomfortable in the gym or pushing ourselves to another level, like we kind of have this scarcity mentality. And so being able to like continually try to push yourself out of that comfort zone is really important because that's what allows you to grow in your training, but also allows you to get stronger because of the time we're all way stronger than we think we are. Um, when it comes to lifting weights, we just are kind of stuck in like this scared type mindset, um, of like what we're doing and, and being able to push past that is how you get better at, this whole like process and understanding just like weightlifting in general and getting better at training. And once we do that, then we're able to like really see like progression in our muscles that we're
1: building and our strength and things like that as well. Absolutely. And like, I just feel like too, it makes strength training so much more fun. Like when you get to a point where you're like, wow, like I was doing shoulder press with fives when I first started. Now I'm doing 20 pounds. Like that's so empowering. And it makes, again, it's all about like finding these things along your journey that makes it exciting. Right. Cause we're in this for the long haul. So, you know, if you're just kind of going to the gym and doing the same weights, it feels repetitive. Like that's going to get so boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you're going to the gym with the mindset of like overall consistently trying to push yourself and get stronger, it's, it makes it a lot more enjoyable and a lot more fun and you feel like a badass. So that's <laughs> um, just really important on like the mindset side of things too. But But yeah, so we hope this episode was helpful, guys. Please, please let us know if you have any questions. Um, Feel free to share this with anyone you think it could be helpful for um, or tag tag us on your story. We just like to hear, you know, we like to hear feedback and what you guys like and and whatnot. And also if you're listening on Apple, if you leave a review for us, we love reviews. It helps us so much. So we just appreciate you guys for being on here um, and we'll see you guys next episode. Yeah, thanks guys. Bye. Bye.